0: Hello, and welcome back to Reading Radio Podcast. I'm Alora. And I'm Jason. This is a father-daughter book review podcast where each month we pick a new book and talk about it. This month's book is Game Changer by Margaret Peterson Haddocks.
1: Yeah, and we say book club in that we'd love for you to read along with us. We have a Facebook group uh, re- available, you can find it on our website. And we'd like to have people read along, kind of Point out the insights and things that we miss in the conversation, or at least give us some some more material to talk about when we get into the book. So, what have you been doing outside of the podcast?
0: Outside of the podcast, I have applied for four Girl Scout leadership positions um, of various standards.
1: Nice. All of them local?
0: No, two of them are national, which means I get to go to Florida if I get them.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. You're
1: gonna take off without me for a trip to Florida, which means you have to fly for the first time without your parents, like the first time you—well, first time you remember flying, because you flew when you were really young. Yep. That's kind of exciting.
0: Yes, it'll be awesome.
1: What else going on? We're almost done with school. <laughs> we're recording this right before Christmas break,
0: and we have Christmas coming on, obviously. Then.
1: Right. Right. That'll be fun. All right. All right. What about you? Oh, what have I been doing? So I'm starting a new client at work. That's not terribly exciting. Working on finding some opportunities to. Sp- teach leadership and communication. That's something I'm really passionate about and getting certified through the John Maxwell organization to make happen. And so that's really taking up most of my time, that and getting ready for Christmas.
0: Yep. Christmas is coming in under a week.
1: By the time people hear this, though, it'll already be over. That's the weird thing about podcasting. You have to remember that by the time we're recording now, but not dropping it until New Year's. So that changes up. The way people listen
0: they can listen to it on new year's Eve. so
1: this was your choice of book you pick all the new books uh why'd you pick this one
0: i really love this author we talk about margaret peterson Haddocks a lot
1: i think did we did we say that's one of the shots that got lost because we didn't record it well it's the first time we've recorded us or done a book by a, by an author we've already done but isn't the second book in a series the margaret peterson Haddocks is kind of our tradition on the show for your birthday
0: Yes, last year we did running out of time, and we got an interview with her as well, which was awesome.
1: Which is kind of why she's our patron saint. She, <laughs> she's the only author that gave us an interview. She really appreciated if you ever listen.
0: Yeah. What did? You, what were your overall thoughts of the book when I first said it?
1: Well, you gave me kind of an intro, um, kind of like our spoiler-free zone. We explained that it's kind of uh, where the sports and academics in the school switch places. You didn't give me the why or anything like that. You just kind of gave me that. As the introduction it kind of in, kind of grabbed my attention. I wasn't sure. I mean, I I've read only read one other MPH book. I hope she doesn't mind that we abbreviate her name like that. But I'm gonna. <laughs> um, and so I, it was good. I really enjoyed it. It was unique, um, set in modern time, which same as this one. And just I thought she brought some interesting perspective. From um, she writes she writes from the view of a of a teenage girl re- really well. I don't know if that's all of her books, but at least these <laughs> two. I, I thought she did a really good job on it. So what was yours when you first read it?
0: When I first read it, I was really interesting the concept of school and sports switching places that seemed quite like something that would be fun to try out for a day. Mm-hmm. but it would also get old fast.
1: Yeah, you want to try to give a our spoiler free summary introduction for people who maybe haven't read the book?
0: So this book is about a girl named Katie, who is a star softball player. She's in eighth grade, and then one morning she wakes up, and she is no longer—one morning she wakes up, and all her trophies are replaced with sports trophies with her brother's name on them instead of hers.
1: But they're not sports trophies. They're not
0: sports trophies. They're all calculators and stuff. And she goes to school, and everything is reversed.
1: Right. So all classes are gym class, basically. It then gym class is replaced by academics and instead of kids playing sports they're doing these what do they call them academic challenge contest or yeah. something like math bowl and that kind of stuff so that's our spoiler free summary um, we'll get into more of the details later on i thought a really intriguing premise something that as you talk about academics not being the focus in school and people caring more about sports than maybe they do about the academic aspects of schools, it was, it, it's kind of an interesting way to approach that without actually addressing it directly.
0: Yes. So,
1: overall, <laughs> on a scale of one to five, five being everybody should read this book and one being why did they waste the paper, halves, halves being allowed, what do you rate this book?
0: You go first.
1: You want me to go first? I'm going to go 3.5. 3.5? I, I... Almost 4. Almost four, but I'm going to stick with 3.5.
0: So three and a quarter?
1: Nope, we don't do quarters.
0: <laughs> Probably 3.5 as well.
1: Okay. I mean, like everything I've already said about it. It was an intriguing premise. The characters were nice. A good mystery. And there's a couple things that made me laugh out loud. and um,
0: Yeah, we'd be doing something in the living room and dad would just start <laughs> laughing out of nowhere.
1: And then the few things that – one or two things that caught me off guard. Um, which even happened in Running Out of Time, and I honestly don't expect that in young adult fiction. I sometimes feel like I've read enough...
0: Everything. I've
1: read things enough that I can kind of see what's coming, and there was there were several things in both this and Running Out of Time that caught me off guard, which is a pleasant surprise when you're reading. like Especially a m- kind of mystery book, I want to be taken off guard.
0: What about ages and reading level?
1: There's nothing questionable in this one. So no, it, not at all. As long as you're old enough to read it like, capability-wise, which... I, I don't know, nine or ten, maybe? Maybe to, under, to to kind of really appreciate it. I'm not sure what she was targeting, but that's that's where I'd put it. What about you?
0: Probably the same. It's super simple, not that thick of a book. Um, and there's nothing content at all that could be questionable. So, probably nine or ten, maybe a bit younger than that, depending on the reading level of the kid.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Is that everything for our spoiler-free area? Yes. All right. We're going to be back with the spoiler zone right after this. All right. You're now entering the spoiler zone. (laughs) If you haven't read this book, please go pick it up. It's a wonderful book, and uh, Ms. Haddix is a wonderful author, and you should support her because she does a lot here in the Columbus community uh, as far as our writing community and and helping out young people in that area. So just go support her. She's awesome. (laughs) Hit it. Tell us about the book. So the, the, the book starts with KT pitching and talking about, well, actually in the car beforehand.
0: Getting yourself ready.
1: I, I, was, I pictured KT as Carly. The whole time. <laughs> yes. So we have a cousin who's a star pitcher. She's great. I've, I've watched her. I don't think I could hit off of her. She, so <laughs> that's how I just pictured it in my head. It's not important. Nobody else will care. But it's obvious that, that Max, her little brother, is a little bit left out. Like, his parents don't understand what his interests are, so they don't give him any attention, and it's kind of depressing. You can obviously see there's some favoritism in in the story, so you feel a little bit bad for him up front.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: I think I had a little bit of trouble getting into the book, just because she's—this is the first time I've read— a book we've done in a long time, physically read. Usually I listen to them. <laughs> and because she used the italics for her mental processes, for some reason it just threw me off. and I couldn't.
0: That didn't even bother me. Didn't, like I didn't notice.
1: I don't know what it was. The first chapter, it took me a while to get into the rhythm of it, and after that I was fine. So I don't know if that would, if that didn't bother you, maybe it wouldn't bother anybody else for our age age-appropriate reading or not.
0: So then she goes to the game. They're winning, I think. And then she pitches.
1: Against, like, the star hitter from yep. the other team. Yeah.
0: And then she wakes up the next morning to her mom yelling Max's name.
1: Right. Now, this is where stuff starts to get weird. Because you don't necessarily know the context of how things normally go in her, in their world. Yeah. But they, they obviously start pointing out certain things that are weird.
0: That are different.
1: Yeah. And so I love that she went through a lot of detail in writing this about what all could I switch. So the trophies were obvious. Let's get rid of her trophies and put academic trophies in place. Mm-hmm. But then, even with her running...
0: And her room, stuff was different as well.
1: Right. There was no um, Olympics 2020 or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but even, like, when she ran to school, when she started to get freaked out, there's nobody else running. Because running's not something people do for fun. That's, like, what nerds do somewhere. Like, nobody goes back and, do, and like, does math anymore or whatever. I'm sure some people do, but there's very few and far between. Not like it would be, like, in the summertime. People run all around the neighborhood. So that was a nice touch. It was interesting in that world that none of her other friends were geeks, though. Like jocks or what do they call them? They called them, I forget what they Spock. Spocks. Spock was the name for the academics instead of jocks. That was a nice touch. That made me laugh out loud. That yeah. was one of those touches. So they call, when I said they call them Spocks, I'm like, what? That's funny. That's a good joke. No, just that, like her friends that were, that were big softball players weren't like her.
0: Like, no, they weren't because they were the super nerdy. They were still stars and what was the equivalent.
1: Right. So that was a weird switch as far as parallel worlds go. Who am I to pick apart the mini worlds theory? But it it was just that caught me <laughs> off guard. I thought somebody else would be there.
0: And then everyone's like making fun of her for being good at everything.
1: Right. Because it's all based on gym. Basically. So one of the classes was actually pitching a softball and she got up to like 70 miles an hour or something like that and seems really fast to me for. But uh, again, I couldn't. Don't hit do off, that. I couldn't hit off of her. So, <laughs> now the mystery starts to unfold, kind of, kind of neatly. Because
0: um, no one seems to remember what softball is either.
1: Right, because it's not, it's not a super popular sport today. Yeah. So it would be even less popular then. Like you may think, maybe, maybe basketball, football, and baseball or soccer in, would still
0: be something.
1: Right, but it would be something that nerds do. It's like their versions of Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's really popular now anyway, but like people hidden away playing in a field somewhere.
0: So then after a while, Katie goes out to all her, face- her Facebook friends, her soccer, her softball <laughs> friends, and s- tries to put together a game. And no one shows up.
1: Right, because they're all making fun of her behind the scenes. Yeah, because it's so ludic- so ludicrous, and they're friends with Evangeline, which is like the <laughs> uber nerdy girl from their school that nobody was friends with, and so that was a neat twist. These little little clues that she set up early on that you don't know, you don't realize what's going on until the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved when when you realize that Max is from the other from the original world too, when he finally shows up at the softball game. That's one of those moments where I was going oh, okay, didn't necessarily see that coming. I thought it was just her, so it's good to know they're in it together. And then when they figured out there was a third person involved, I was like, okay, how many people are here? Because this, this is un, this is unusual, but I like it.
0: And then they have to figure out, because each of them have a different thing that was destroyed or built up. Because KT, her softball became nearly nothing. Mm-hmm. And Evangeline became one of the stars with being academic. I'm not sure how Max's quite fit into that, though, because there's no big video game switch.
1: Yeah, I thought esports might have been bigger if he was, but it wasn't his world. So he just got replaced with the Max in the academic world, which sucked for him because he's not a real academic kid to begin with. So but that was it was
0: just kind of built for Evangeline and KT to see from other perspectives perspective right max just kind of got stuck in as well
1: because they all happen to be unconscious or whatever at that exact moment and that caused the switch so there was something what, what did evangeline say to her are you are you so sure you'd be happy in the other world or something like that
0: yeah and that starts katie thinking of what did happen that i missed
1: right because the whole time she's trying to figure out what happened at the risedale invitational they're surprised i mean i remember that because she said it so many times because this was her dream. This was her life. If she won this, then we're looking at getting scouted for college and then going to the Olympics. And that was going to be her whole world. And now she's starting to wonder if her whole world fell apart. And if it did, could she handle it? Mm-hmm. Which is another great aspect of this book. Because it's not just about the addressing the differences between academics and sports in schools. It's also about the idea of what happens when your entire identity is taken away from you. Yeah. Because she was a softball pitcher. That's all she was. It was a little sad, I thought, when she realized that her friends would probably be like, oh, that's great, uh, but now we don't have time for you because we're going to be still playing softball and you're not part of that world anymore.
0: She can't do that anymore.
1: How often are we only friends with people because of convenience? It's not that we really care about them. It's just that we're thrust together because we're in school together, we're in church together, or we do an activity together, and if that activity falls apart, then we don't really have any care about the people.
0: That's also, that's an interesting thought. How everything kind of fell apart after that.
1: But it was interesting that KT had to go through that entire process thinking about what could be and whether or not she'd be happier on the other side. And then Max suddenly changes back <laughs> and she's left... And is
0: the bratty brother.
1: And she's left all alone to figure out how to deal with it.
0: Because Evangeline won't admit at this point that she has the other world.
1: Right, and she, and she... She knows what's going on, it seems like to a greater degree than KT, KT does. Mm-hmm. She understood it, but did not want to face reality in that case.
0: So she was just ignoring it.
1: Right. So after KT wakes up, she gets out of the dream world and she realizes she's got to face something. And she has to face, I forget now what the disease was. There's was a little write up of it in the back of the book, but she basically can't run anymore. Anything above a brisk walk, and she could die and apparently this is a real thing where they're actually talking about getting kids tested for it before they're allowed to do any sports because it's what she say it was called like it's called like the high school athlete death syndrome or something like that because it can just happen out of nowhere and if you don't know it's there
0: you could just die you right? just drop
1: dead you know? so the the scene with uh, KT talking to Evangeline in the hospital was was pretty it was pretty well done it was rough Mm-hmm. Like her trying to... F- it was
0: really sad, too, though.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, she promises that she was that it was an accident. She wasn't trying to hurt herself. But there's always that lingering, did she try to kill herself? And then this is where I got mad. Because they cut <laughs> off before in, in the hospital. She's still in a coma. And they're, t- you know, on the stage. And they, they called it the Evangeline Club. And that's when I looked at you and went, am I going to be really mad at you in a few minutes? And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because I'm all cute and innocent. Because I am. Did you know what I was talking about, though? Absolutely. Okay. Because I, you don't name something after somebody unless they died. So I was I was positive that she just never woke up. It's like
0: up. the giver thing.
1: Yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> That's for, for those of you who didn't listen, during our giver episode, Laura totally gave me a fan theory or something that rocked my world and destroyed the book for me. You should read the book and then listen to the show because it's really. The
0: microphone had never gone that loud.
1: (laughs) That might be true on my end. (laughs) It might be true, but it was it was neat to see that she was able to face that reality of my identity is destroyed. But that's not all of she was able to discover who she is outside of that, and which was
0: also interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. What did you What did you think was interesting about that?
0: It was interesting because then she ended up starting something new and more important. Like, yeah, more important.
1: Because helping out helping out other students to make it through is more important than playing softball?
0: Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. I forget which one of them was, but one of them started playing bowling. I think it was Max. became like a champion bowler, and that's what he had that his parents understood. Mm-hmm. Like KT had with softball.
1: I was really hoping, again, maybe, I'm thinking, how long ago was this book written? Esports probably weren't really a thing.
0: I don't know what esports are.
1: Electronic sports, like video professional video gamers. Because Max is really into video games, so... If this was written today, that's what could have happened. Where she had softball, he could have had Hearthstone or I don't know, world, whatever people are playing now. <laughs> go and they have these battles. Fortnite. Yeah, I don't know if there's professional Fortnite yet, but you know, StarCraft and that sort of stuff, where there's just big things. They could he could have done that. But it's good he picked up bowling. That's fine too. It, if that's what he wanted to do, right? You know. And he seemed like
0: he was having fun of it, fun with it when the scene. Was when they were talking about it.
1: Yeah, and I think the relationship, obviously, the relationship between Max and KT became much stronger,
0: and Evangeline as well, just not to the same extent.
1: Well, theirs was maybe wasn't as damaged as much. I'm sure there was some resentment with Max and KT, but then she was able to see things from his perspective. He was able to understand her. I'm sure that made their relationship a lot better. Yeah. So it's a great little book. It uh, probably took me a total of six hours to read. Might might even be that it wasn't. It was. Wasn't long, but really. Probably
0: less than that for me, even.
1: Yeah, really well done. I read it so sporadically, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't remember how long it took. I should go look at Audible and see how long the like the reading is. I and mean, then that's good a judgment for normal. But there's readers. no Audible book. Oh, that's right, there wasn't. It wasn't on Audible. That's weird. I almost thought everything was on Audible. Huh. It
0: can't be on Audible if there's no audiobook.
1: Audible makes their own audiobooks. Oh, really? Yeah. So they. So
0: they have different voice actors then?
1: Yeah. Even if even if the publisher doesn't necessarily do it, Audible will get the rights to do it and have their own they have their own recording studios to, to do it. Cool. Yeah. So they try to get everything. That's why I was surprised. Anyway, February. My pick. We're going dark a little bit. Lord of the Flies. Have I told you about this at all? A little high level summary. Uh, a group of. <coughs> A group of English boarding school students get trapped on a desert island and create their own little society. So, what? girl who owned a city? No, this is a little more savage. This is like ooh, this is like boys in the woods, tribal, um, whatever you want to call it, style. Like it gets, it gets a little gross. So, how gross? Nah, you won't, you won't mind. It's not anything like <laughs> that. We'll see how well I remember it. Actually, I don't know if I've ever finished it before. So we're going to finish it this that time. That
0: description reminds me of another book series
1: I read. No, we're not doing your book series now. We're doing my book series now. So February, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. And we'll have a few more episodes this season. February, March, April, May, June, May. So four more episodes after that one. Wow. No, February, March, April, May. Four episodes total. So three more after that one. Season two is coming to a close.
0: All right. Do you have anything else about the book?
1: No, I think we're good. It's a great book. You should read it.
0: So please check out our website at reading radiocom and subscribe wherever, to wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Yeah, we got a great following on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play Music, Google Play Podcasts. A lot of good good places to listen. Listen to it all <laughs> in all the places and and like us and and uh, review us there if you can. That would be great. Be be a great help to put us in front of other people.
0: We can get more followers
1: and take over the world. Take over the world. All right, are we good. All right. Thanks, everybody.
0: Bye.